0: Welcome to Starfleet Boy, where we have a casual and informal discussion about our beloved series, Star Trek. You are listening to a previously recorded conversation. We're live, or we're back. What is the one, what do we say, we're back? We're back. We're back on another exciting episode of Starfleet Boy. Uh, and today's episode is Deja Q. Um, and I'm so happy to be joined once more by the Doctor. Uh, in the uh, Starfleet Boy continuity uh the audience doesn't know <laughs> that because we bank so many episodes the audience doesn't know that there sometimes there's like weeks between our conversations
1: mm-hmm,
0: so true. it's been one of those occasions and so i have to say it's been
1: it's been almost a month i think has it been a month i was in chicago for three weeks
0: Sh- shiitake mushrooms well yeah welcome <laughs> back there we go thank you thank you sir You look very rested.
1: The vacation was... uh, What 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 does Sean Connery say? Um, Hardly
0: relaxing, but most (laughs) satisfying. I was going to say, surely did good for you, but... (laughs) I like that. Well, uh, I feel like Starfleet Boy is a chronicle of ailments that we suffer, and at the moment my right eye oh my god i know it's not great (laughs) you can i I think yeah it's a way better you should have seen what it looked like earlier this week what happened um it could be a variety you know pink eye is one of those things that it could be a variety of things um but it's very possible that my cat had something to do with it but i don't i don't you know of course i'm not upset about it Mm -hmm. um but it, it happens, you know. I'm a first-time... Oh, I don't know if you know... I don't think the audience does, but I now have a cat. I
1: and think you he... should you should show Arthur. Well, Can he's you just... move the camera?
0: No, he's chilling, and it's like... Uh, this is a whole computer I'd have to, like...
1: Oh, actually, like, you know. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Emma will be very disappointed if, if Arthur does not appear on this episode.
0: He... Oh, wow, okay. So if he climbs up... Or on the... in an upcoming episode yeah that's good if he climbs up on a table i'll i'll pick him up to introduce okay. him he looks just so that you know what he looks like he looks a lot like spot did cat right he's an orange tabby so right. which i believe that's what spot was and spot was a boy first and then became a girl too so that was very interesting star trek is I so know that. yeah I, <laughs> are I you think sure so. about really I think in some episodes we'll we'll find out when we get to it but I think in some episodes they refer to Spot as a he and then later Spot has kittens.
1: Spot does have kittens.
0: Right. Oh. Well, shall All we jump to, then. <laughs> Well, shall we jump to our our task at hand? I get This is an it. episode without Spot by the way. Right, this is an episode without Spot. Um i can see you're already so i can tell you're a little perturbed that i'm standing
1: yeah it just completely throws me off <laughs> I,
0: just, I don't know it's just weird
1: but it's, go ahead there's a there's it's a, couple, a decision
0: yes there's a couple of reasons for that one of them has to do with arthur my cat because he. i feel I like you're it,
1: gonna, gonna make a very important uh you're gonna deliver a very important message in a land, in a, in a
0: land far away, <laughs> the crew of the Enterprise race one more time. That's actually how we should do the episode of the summary. A moon plummets toward a planet, and then Q shows up. <laughs> that's, that's the summary right that's there. That's actually the summary, right? That's um, the summary. So, do you want to do the summary today, Doctor? Or should, I, should I do the actual
1: um, summary? Sure.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: So the Enterprise is in orbit around a planet, and they're trying to save the planet uh, from, from the, uh, the catastrophe of its own moon crashing into it, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're working very hard on it when all of a sudden, boom, Q shows up. Just like that. just like that, just like this, and
0: just but poof. naked.
1: Well, they never made that figure, thankfully. <laughs> so maybe maybe wet. That uh, would be
0: aw- that would be an awkward figure. What's wetest co- sideshow sideshow collectibles? We have a request for the uh, for awkward cute awkward naked no. Q. I don't
1: yeah. think John DeLancey wants to have a mold <laughs> of wants to, no. <laughs> um, so anyway, so Q lands. All, lands aboard the Enterprise, just you know, falls right into on the floor. And the crew of the Enterprise is uh, naturally suspicious of Q's appearance there. And Q swears that he's been kicked out of the continuum and that he's as mortal as any one of them. <laughs> and there's a wonderful scene where Guinan <laughs> decides oh, that's, that's to test right. it by just jabbing this fork into his into his hand. Right. And we see that, in fact, he is mortal. And uh, Q is, is, uh, is doing his best to help the crew of the Enterprise uh, uh, do something to get this moon back into orbit so it doesn't destroy the planet.
0: Right. And um, Well, the, first Picard throws him in the brig, and then Q right. convinces him, hey, I might not have my powers, but I still have all that vast knowledge of how the universe works.
1: Which, which is kind of useless because when they ask him, well, okay. He explains what's going on, and he says, "Well, you just have to change the gravity around the planet." And, and Data's like, we, "We we don't we can't quite do that." I think what but he actually does says, lead. Let's
0: change the gravitational constant of the universe, of the is universe. He says. right? <laughs> right, which actually does lead Geordi to make the
1: the the leap of logic. Well, wait a minute, maybe we can actually adjust the gravity around the moon itself. If I'm not
0: mistaken, right, and yeah, using the using the warp field. What a great memory you know, for you haven't seen it in like a week. Go on, yeah, go week. on with your bad self. And, <laughs> and
1: so, um, so they they actually uh, deploy this uh, this um, this idea uh, in part thanks to Q, but this alien race shows up. One like, of these the, large larger than Hawaii. life. The call the space calamari. <laughs> of the Actually, they're called show
0: the up. Rain, but uh, it's a calamari. Anyways, go up. right. <laughs> and they show up and they start torturing
1: uh, Q aboard the Enterprise. So whenever the Enterprise uh, lowers its shields in order to to uh, pr- um, project this warp, this gravity bubble around the moon, the
0: calamari attack. <laughs> right, because they power. can't, because they can't maintain their shields. That's right. They
1: can't. Right, they can't do both things they want at one at the same time. So Q is now becoming a bit of a is becoming a hiccup here, and Q actually finds it in himself to <laughs> sacrifice himself, and he steals a shuttlecraft and he leaves the Enterprise in order to uh, divert attention. Uh, of the space column to him and therefore allowing the enterprise to um to enact the plan of saving the moon because you know the moon's is, is about they're like hours away from this planet from part of this planet being destroyed by the by the crashing moon so you know the, the card is reluctantly uh forced to try and save q but <laughs> suddenly nothing's working the tractor beam's not working uh the transporter's not working nothing is working why because an another member of the q continuum corbin benson um, from la law
0: <laughs> i don't know if many people know these days who corbin benson is but he's yeah, really i don't think so either yeah. I don't
1: know what uh, what else he's well maybe if they watch the show psych cuz he is on the on Oh he is oh, on, cool.
0: on psych. He so happy to hear I'm so happy to hear Corbin Benson is uh still right. still still, still out there. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: um maybe he'll be on the LA Law the new one uh, the remake. Um I, I
0: didn't know about that. But anyways, go yeah, we'll back, to,
1: back to back so, to Boy. <laughs> uh, so LA Law <laughs> <laughs> No. So Corbin Benson uh joins q so q2 uh speaks to the original q and there it's it's but they're all just
0: they're all just they're all just q, q. which is really right. Brilliant.
1: so uh because of q's sacrifice <laughs> they cannot allow him to the q continuum will not allow th- him to kill himself because wait a minute that means that he's still there's still some redemption here um we can't just let him do this we're going to give him one more chance we give him they give him back his powers q uh fixes the moon much to the surprise of the crew in the enterprise and returns uh to the enterprise with the mariachi band which is one of the best <laughs> that's one of the best scenes best ever in all of star trek if you ask me and uh and During the course of the episode, Data had sort of been his caretaker. And uh, there was wonderful exchanges between Data and Q. And Q imparts a final uh, parting gift on Data, which is uh, the gift of laughter, of humor, for just a moment. Another iconic
0: scene.
1: Another iconic moment. And one of many in this episode. And uh, that's pretty much the end
0: of Deja Q well done doctor well done i'm uh i you're always complimenting me on my summaries but i have to say that summary is far superior to any no. that I, I could have given that was no. a very it was a very i was very engaged i was very <laughs> engaged about the uh summary
1: oh thank you thank you, <laughs> thank
0: you
1: thank you hopefully the rest of our conversation will be quite as engaging
0: I think actually we have a lot to talk I hope about so. yeah we do
1: it's true do we <laughs>
0: Yes,
1: I do. Oh, this is an iconic episode. I feel of Next Generation. This is one of the top episodes.
0: It is, and season three just keeps delivering. It's like you know, in a way. You getting tired? um, What's that? You getting tired? No, I'm just. This is a casual. It's a casual. Okay, all right. An informal episode, so I have. (laughs) I have some casual stances. (laughs) Okay, all right. I will sit, but then the cat will come no one cares man no i know but he especially for the audio he puts his tail in my face and i think maybe you know the that's eye. hilarious emma would really laugh i know i know oh but your eye okay i see yeah see so i've got it yeah okay am just gonna do the standing thing for a little bit <laughs> all right go ahead go ahead it, when he falls asleep maybe that's when i'll uh I'll go down. for it all right um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, there's so many great moments in this episode. Everything, uh, what I really found to be compelling also was just the, again, Data is this really wonderful vehicle to show humanity, what humanity is, because he's so different. Um, He he doesn't have human emotions. He doesn't have emotions. And so he's always, like, trying to figure out, out what people are feeling and thinking and so there's this that scene where you know Q I think Q finds his humanity through data which is really really funny because he doesn't find it through uh Picard or or Worf or well Worf's not human but still you know he doesn't find it through Picard or Riker or anyone else he finds it through data the not the you know the most supposedly the most non-human um character uh On the episode, and so I just think that like it was beautifully written. It was like really well done. It was a surprise to see Q. I remember when I first saw it, I was like as suspicious. As the crew was like, I did not believe that Q lost his powers. I I was waiting yeah. for the whole episode mm-hmm. to see what the what the catch is going to be. What the catch is, right? And then you genuinely, you, this character that you know is supposed to be unlikable, when he gets his powers back and he takes the Calamari and he ha, like shrinks them down and he like he just, can you imagine the fear that yeah. he's like, like this like huge inner you know space. Energy being is now just like right there in the palm of this guy's hands. Um, so when he does that and he gets his powers back and he's just so like grandiose about it, and like the mariachi band and you know all the other you know things that that we love about Q. You're actually I actually got happy. I was like, yeah, Q got his powers back. So you know, other than that, the the moon plot was only interesting because of you know it was like a, a vehicle to. To, yeah. a problem to solve you know yeah. um, but I thought it, I thought even that was you know kind of well done even though it wasn't that you know nowadays you would actually see the tidal forces affecting like we could do CG that would like show like you know oceans uh, pummeling the coast because the tides are are uh, so high and, and crazy oh doctor I think you've disappeared where has the doctor gone I will. Right, well. oh, this happens, people. Subspace communications. <laughs> doctor, come back. Anyways, uh, while we wait for the doctor, I guess I'll just continue. The, it is kind of exciting that a new Star Trek se- Oh, there you are. I can't hear you. No, here. No. No, here. Hold on. Doctor, are you there? These uh, things happen, eh? <coughs> You're sending me a hangout. Let's see here. <coughs> Whoa. Sorry about that, audience. All right, we're having a technical difficulty here with audio, which can happen. We are a live, not live when you see it, but we are recording live. I can't even understand him. I'm hoping he sent me a text message. That's what I'm checking, like, now. <clears throat> we're going to try to resolve this quickly. Ooh. Now I can hear you. Can you hear me
1: now? Yes. All right. all right. That was weird. I could hear you the whole time.
0: Really? Oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: That's, that's all right.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but we'll... The Q Continuum interrupted. They didn't like uh, that we mentioned the Calamaran uh, <laughs> torture scene. <laughs> Anyways, I yeah. guess what I was saying was that it's exciting that even... Like today you could definitely put a little more punch into the into the danger by having a visual effect shot of the you know the destruction that's facing the planet because all we have to rely on is the very worried and uh and and perturbed uh, aliens that are like, were they communists? <laughs> why would you say that? They appeared to be wearing
1: the, the they they look like they were you know the sixties. Chinese communists uh you know how they had a, the, the standard uniform that what? you would see and right. yeah the col- yeah they look like Chinese the Borel, I think the costumes you know those the, the the uniforms they would wear
0: I'm looking them up
1: they they look like, like like 60s communists from 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 China I don't know why that's the first thing that that uh they had the little thing and the colors <laughs> and they all seemed to be wearing the same thing. I don't know. It just seemed like I thought
0: Alright, let's see to... here, Doctor, if we can find an image of the Borel online. Um, no. Just, no? No. We do not have an image of the Borel. Maybe on Memory Alpha. Let's try that. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, because there's also a Burrell um, class uh, Klingon ship. Oh, interesting. But it's different it's spelled differently. Hold on. Well, anyways, I don't think that that's. I think uh, first of all, I mean, I think that's obviously a coincidence if that's the case. But you know what I'm was... talking about those those, those uniforms. That they yeah, but wearing. I mean, I, I hardly think... exercise. You know, like. I hardly Uh-oh. think that the writer well, or the designers. Maybe they were inspired by. It's possible. Right, what I'm saying is, exactly, oh, okay, they, you know, they were probably inspired. I, 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 I have... <laughs> to me, they were so unmemorable that I actually did, now I now I find I have to go back and see, but I actually didn't even notice their costume. I,
1: I was very... I don't know why. The costumes made a big impression. They looked like they were...
0: I do remember that oh, they the kind lighting of looked completely like... Changed. They kind of looked like the soda. did they have, like, stretched?
1: Uh, did they? I don't remember. Oh, no. I know that the costumes reminded me of... Like, maybe they got them from some movie or something. They are like, oh, let's just grab those... those...
0: Chinese uniforms. Alright, hang on. Now we're going to Memory Alpha, because they'll certainly have... A reference to them there. Now,
1: while, while you're looking that up, um, let me ask you: d- 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 At the end of the episode, is Q's decision to um, leave the Enterprise and, uh, in effect, you know, commit suicide? Sacrifice himself Was it genuine or was he playing The game Knowing that the Q continuum was watching And that they would intervene And say oh wait a minute He's he's shown uh, Growth He's shown contrition He's shown himself to be uh, A being capable
0: Of of sacrifice uh, we, we, we can't Let him die I don't know I, I mean I'm I I would imagine that that was one of his hopes, but it's still a gamble, right? I mean, he's shut out. Like he doesn't know anymore what the Q was would do or wouldn't do. You know what I mean? Like, so Are we but, sure of that? Cuz his expression.
1: See, that's the thing that I love about the episode is when you get to the end, until that ending, you you're like, "Well, okay, maybe Q is showing something more, maybe his character has grown, especially when he. I love the moment when he goes back to Data, after Data has saved him, mm-hmm. and Data is mute; he's unable to speak, and he tells him, "What does he say?" He says something up to the effect of, uh, "You are more human than I will ever."
0: You're a better human, or something. You're a better so, human so than I will Something would. really, actually, yeah. Something it was, like it was a point. Yeah. Pointed moment. He um, says it with
1: this thing in his voice that you you, it is. It does seem like it's genuine uh, emotion from Q. Right. I
0: no. I do believe that Q. So I mean, I do believe this is a a change for Q. um, But I mean, once he gets his there's. I think there's something about Q. about q that's always been <clears throat> kind if that makes any sense like he could think? well there's something there because even an encounter at farpoint i mean like this is a being uh capable of i mean we don't know the limits of q's powers if we were in uh you know in marvel he'd be like a celestial or something.
1: yeah yeah <laughs> he's a uh, he's he's yeah and stop he's
0: infinite He's infinite. He's un- unstoppable. So that that being said, he knows the future, he knows the past, you know. I mean, like all these things are are accessible to him. Yet he is try he's I think he sees humanity something happens to humanity Possible. this is just now this is completely just let's we're going into the realm of imagination here. But let's just say he's speculation. a time yeah, speculation. Let's just say he's a timeless being and he sees the future and it's really dark, and maybe he has compassion. He's, he's jaded and cynical, but maybe he has some kind of compassion. What if Q decides to intervene with humanity's course so that that terrible future doesn't happen? And it's not, you know, this is now, I feel like there's something similar in Doctor Who happening. Why does the Doctor, you know, we're not gonna talk too much about this, but why is the Doctor so interested in humanity? What does humanity have to do with the future of the universe at large and so why is q so interested in humanity like what is the reason he doesn't there's no you know so i think maybe his these like little you know obviously they're comedic and funny and there's a lot of you know um, there's so much uh uh just interesting kind of stuff going on on the side but at the heart of it like why is q even interested in humanity and i think it's because he sees some he really does see the potential of humanity but but it humanity in it there's a timeline or a future or possibility that humanity fails the universe or fails or maybe becomes something that he doesn't like so he's back here trying to meddle with it whether he's meddling to like change it for the better or the worse that is never no you know that's not something well that's not something that's obvious in the beginning. I think later you do see that Q, especially in All Good Things, in particular, is interested in Picard, you know, being successful. But there are bigger ramifications. So I don't know, <laughs> but 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 it makes me wonder. It's like why would this, you know, why humanity? Why does he have an interest in them? Why is he? Particularly- well, is it humanity or is it Picard? Or Picard, or Data, or Riker? I mean, he's shown interest in... No, but it's clearly Picard. Yeah, it's Picard, for sure. <laughs> Picard, he has a Picard obsession. And, and um... Star Trek, is, yeah, and Star Trek The Next Generation is kind of the most current... I mean, basically, the Prime Universe, the most current information that we have as fans is Star Trek The Next Generation, Voyager, DS9. That, that kind of marks the end of our knowledge, you know, outside of a few little hints where we get the Enterprise J and, um, you know, and enterprise and things like that. But outside of that, there's nothing else we know outside of this, this point. So I would think that like, you know, yeah, (laughs) Picard's important. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why I would love to see the star Trek, the next generation cast and crew, Reassemble for one more movie. Let's do it. One Come on. I don't know. It's wishful thinking, but you know anything can happen. Um,
1: I don't know. I, I, you, you seem to have a much more benevolent <laughs> opinion on Q. Um, I don't know. Q. I think for me, this episode. This is gonna sound strange, and. I may prove my I may I may be proven wrong, as this little experiment of yours goes on and we watch every episode. But uh, basing this solely on my memory, right now at, at, at this moment, I think this episode really represents the um, the 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 last the furthest extent of Q. Q's arc as a character Um, I, I, I think every subsequent reappearance by Q really is not about Q but it's about somebody else either it's about Picard or it's about whatever the plot of the episode is which in many cases is just for an, uh, an opportunity to have fun, like the Robin Hood episode, mm-hmm. or um, you know, and one with Vaj or whatever. Um, but this episode actually shows Q having an arc, and like I said, uh, the, you know, the scene where he goes back and and he tells his interactions with Data are just very interesting and very fascinating, and I think it does show Q sort of gaining a new, uh, a new appreciation for the mortals of the universe, and you almost feel like if you watch uh, Encounter at Farpoint, and then you watch uh, Hide and Q, where you basically see a mortal reject the powers of the Q mm-hmm. in Riker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which that must challenge q's own that that must challenge q's thinking of, of of what of 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 what it means to be a q wait a minute right. granting somebody the powers of god and they're rejecting it why what, what what's wrong with with that is there something wrong with me so that episode throws something back at q and then uh, the next episode, I think, is the one with uh, the board, where we introduce the board. And again, Q okay. is shown to be somewhat male- uh, malevolent. Um, malevolent. Thank you. But at the same time, like you just pointed out, they did gain something by being right. thrown at the board. They've gained maybe, perhaps, they've gained an upper hand by being introduced introduced to them. Earlier than expected. I mean, they're always going to minus encounter the, the board
0: episode. Hmm? Minus the Enterprise episode. Wow. Well, <laughs> but the
1: Enterprise episode doesn't happen unless first contact happens. And oh, that's that, true. So Timmy we're getting very yeah. The, yeah that's we're true, gonna, very uh, true. Timey uh, with uh, uh,
0: okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Doc Brown moment here. Uh, but, but you know what I'm saying. Great Scott. Great, Scott. (laughs) I would say that um, you're absolutely right about Q, but I think that yeah, past this episode, he's it's it's a shift. I think now he's like someone we we think of as part of the extended. You know family of the crew you know we we know q is going to be a guest star but uh, future episodes i think are a little more intimate and as you said not directly about q per se and he's even i think if i'm not mistaken he kind of tones it down even after this like he does that's what i'm curious to see i mean i don't remember uh but i'm i think i just recall i don't recall him being so outlandish and then he takes kind of a rest for a while and then we see him again Well, he's outlandish well, yeah, but I don't like, think he's menacing, menacing exactly. That's the uh, I you
1: know heard. that that there the episode, well, tapestry, mm-hmm. which is one of the classics of the show, kind of re you 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 get a sense of the menaces back with that one. Um but again, that's really a Picard episode. It is. I think this is the last episode where we actually see somebody trying to write Q as a character and actually uh, trying to broaden the character i mean his like i said his conversations with data and then you know when when he's brought into the brig and he's he's talking to worf and he's like i i'm a klingon just like you and and then he's like oh i yeah. should have come back as a romulan i mean you know you you, you have this this character that's just stripped of his powers um, I mean, really, Q is, is almost like Superman. And, and there are only so many real plots you can have with Superman, which which <laughs> is the reason why I don't like Superman that much, is, you know, you can only do... Um, well,
0: when you have a character that's so powerful... That's so
1: omnipotent. I mean, there's only right. so many plots you can do. And one of them, obviously, is the plot of you take away the powers. And once you take away the powers, you, what you're left with is the character. Right, and it seemed like
0: after this, what what is there left to do with Q? Well, really, just, just have fun, and then he saves. Just uh, have fun, but <laughs> and he saves uh, Captain Picard in all good things. <laughs> does he, or does Picard save himself? Oh, it's, or does Picard save the Q? Anyway, <laughs> the Q? but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, get, I, I definitely agree with everything you're saying, um, but at the same time, my memory doesn't serve me all too well. Like, I vaguely remember um, there is a, an upcoming episode where we actually get to see the Q Continuum, and it's kind of like some weird uh, abstract Western Dali painting or something like that, I forget. but um, And I think that might be the one where the girl starts exhibiting powers or something, I'm not sure. Um and all yeah. good things i remember very clearly and i remember i think that's Just oh and of course episodes and tapestry of course but tapestry yeah yeah but that's about it i don't remember or recall um I think the, there's one the details, I think there's but... one every season isn't there there i'm sure there is there's got to be yeah. a few episodes every season but i right. mean john Delancey is a wonderful actor i i did i did note that as i was watching this episode and and how much how much fun it is to uh, to just watch him act <laughs> yeah. like, watch him perform I mean, he's like fantastic and and the character of Q is um, is a is a very compelling I mean Gene Roddenberry basically wrote him as god <laughs> you know so I think that's an interesting thing to have your to have a godlike being uh, among mortals and it's fun. You know, it's not like, you know, Star Trek V. What does God need with a starship? <laughs> now, um, now, it, also, it also establishes that, that you know, there is the possibility that at some point in our future, we're going to encounter beings of all different manner. You know, like we're going to see uh, possibly celestial like, you know, beings that defy our understanding of, of existence, you know? Um, and, and then even just, like, uh, immortals that are not powerful in that way, you know, not, not able to, like, change the gravitational constant of the universe, but, like, that can live for a very long time. Such as the Highlander does, but <laughs> well,
1: on, on the original show, of course, it should be noted that they encountered quite a number of Apollo, BAs. Apollo, for one, uh, the Squire of Gothos, for
0: another. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, which that's it. I think we've talked about this before, but um, many, I think, it, I don't know if it's official or they've tied it together in that book. They did um, in that book. Q in square. in the book, right? Q yeah. squared. So it's been kind of established that the Squire of Gothos is a Q, right?
1: In that, in that book, it is established. Peter David brilliantly establishes that uh, the Squire of Gothos is is a Q. And um, I, yeah, I can't remember any particulars of the novel, which is bizarre. But I know that that was the premise, and there's this wonderful. Uh, um, the the cover is great because I believe it's the Squire, and he's facing off against Q. Right, I think so. And yeah. and they're at swords. <laughs> so um, now let me ask you, what did you think
0: about Guinan's reaction to Q? I I really wish uh, I mean. I want to know so much more, so much. What is Gaiden? Like, what are uh, Elorians? Because it's really interesting that she has a relationship with him at all. She hates him. And I thought it was, like, a really entertaining uh, portion of the episode. But I also thought it was very revealing um, because, stripped of his powers, now Q had to, like, kind of really actually face uh, consequences. And he's so appalled and surprised that someone could hate him so much,
1: <laughs> but she has legitimate reasons for hating him. I mean, what she basically says is what we later on see demonstrated right in front of us when he grabs the the space calamari and holds them in his hands, and he's about he, he's threatening all sorts of vengeance upon them. And then the other Q shows up, and he's like. Q. And he's like, oh, I'm just checking if you're paying attention, and he just blows them away. But there is so that that in itself shows that Q, this Q, has a a very uh, 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 he, he's there is a he, he's not he's not he's not good. He's he's a. Uh, I
0: don't know. There's a streak of of, of malice to him. Uh, I, think, I think tortures I think he represents ultimately what can happen to any anyone that ignores compassion and empathy uh, and and like and for and just kind of like uh, doesn't doesn't think about consequences of actions, you know, like and one can argue that, like you know, I I see him, I see him in much the way same way as as one might see, um, you know, the Doctor in in Doctor Who. He's a rogue Q, you know, like really, I do, I really wow. do. Wow, he's a mischievous, like he meddles, he like does this. I don't see the Doctor as being malevolent, of course but but so when you, would you, but when you the do, then? maybe the master actually that's a lot better thank you thanks for for the correction there okay yeah I would say yeah exactly he is but even even still like yeah we hear about all these horrors that Q commits but then there's Q seems to always try to say but this happened but it's because of this but it's of, yeah like he you know I don't know <laughs> I I mean, I mean, what is what is his purpose in torturing
1: the space calamari? I don't think there's a reason for they it. And were atta- then what about they the, were attacking... You know, I,
0: I don't think he was going to, like, really do anything bad to them. Personally.
1: No, they were taking revenge upon him for what he had done to them before. <laughs> do you remember what it was? What did
0: he do to them? Did he, they say he, said? he had
1: tortured them.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I mean, okay, <laughs> let, right. let's say this. I'm not going to defend Q do anymore. Do we not trust Guinan,
1: you're... or do we trust Guinan? No, we do trust Guinan. It's and doesn't Guinan say that he is
0: uh, an evil, vile creature? I guess John Delancey's just so freaking charming that it's hard for me to, like... Well, so are many serial killers. and <laughs> Oh my you up and, and Have so your, your liver for dinner. Um,
1: so... <laughs> wow. Is Q good or is he not?
0: I think he's neutral. Oh, look um, at that cover. See that up there? How they're neutral. fighting... I think he's neutral, um, neutral, chaotic. What is neutral it? Chaotic? Is that a new term you just came up with? It's like a Dungeons and Dragons thing. So you're, you can be lawful, good, uh, unlawful, good, and chaos. There's like three different kinds of each level of, <laughs> of, of like things. So there's good, neutral, bad. And I think he's definitely like, neutral towards the bad side but more neutral I don't know he's bad okay forget it he's bad I can't defend him anymore <laughs> let me ask you this is I he mud what's that is he mud
1: is he Harry mud of next generation
0: is he the Harry mud of the next generation like a no because there's a there's a degree uh, I think Harry, Harry mud again is, is uh, was humorous Humor, I, I mean, he was also. He's he, he was a scoundrel. He, he wasn't.
1: He was a scoundrel. He was. Right. I mean, in the first episode, he's basically uh, selling women. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I mean, you know.
0: Uh, <laughs> Wow, we have uh, to. At, at best, he's a white slaver. Um, I, I need to re-examine my <laughs> my love for some of these characters because <laughs> when you put it that way, I'm like, dang, you're absolutely right. <laughs> but uh, wow, okay, so I. But to me, part of it comes with. I mean. Uh, we could talk about harry, harry Mudd later i don't i don't i have insufficient data to, to talk about him at the moment but what i would say about q is i think it's important for us to remember that you have to take the totality of q into context here so someone like harry mud can't undo a mistake like a moon crashing into a planet even if he caused co- you know if he caused it right so to me there's q's very existence is something that's unfathomable to us because he can decide to do something really horrible and then reverse it just to experience it you know i mean like there's just so many there's way too you could just get way too deep into the whole q thing and it's like what we said because there's no limit known limit to his power and his ability we really can't even have a in my opinion, a true conversation about Q without, like, spending days of establishing norms and, and, like, nitpicking and figuring out what the, you know, what characteristics uh, of his point to one direction or the other. But I would say that my feeling overall with Q is that he grows, for sure, as we see here, and there's a shift after this episode. I do think he's a kinder, gentler Q after this episode. So I agree with you that before this, he was definitely more on the malevolent loki mischievous figure you know like a, a mischievous entity that you know meddles but then after this it's less of that i'm not saying he doesn't do it anymore but it's a different a different way you know um going to what do you think Ooh, i don't <laughs> go ahead no go ahead i was saying okay, going to this cover Wait, are they just, using oh, lightsabers that um that looks like that. no i that looks like the that, silhouette of Picard up there. And, oh, is it Picard? Oh, you're yeah. right. It is Picard. Okay. And he seems to be fighting this where of And they look like lightsabers, and there's, like, force lightning coming out of them. <laughs> like, there's, like, force lightning there and things like that. So now I'm Don't very you curious. love that cover, though? Yeah, no, it's a really good cover.
1: That's a great book. I just want to I recommend, ha- even though I cannot for the life of me remember a single detail of the novel um I highly I I I think I've often when I was younger I often rated it as one of my favorite Star Trek
0: books I I remember you always recommending it and I'm sorry I haven't read it yet but I'm probably going to have to <laughs> Do you have my copy? I'm sure I, I give you, you my I, copy. Yes, I think I have that in storage and and Starbase One. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I, I might have paid forward a few of those books, by the way, which I didn't think you would mind.
1: No, no, not at all. Um. Yeah. Uh, one, one, of the another one of the favorite scenes I had was when when Q discovers uh, back pain. Oh, yeah, Dr. Crusher. And he calls Dr. Crusher over, and Crusher is, like, giving him, it's just like, like, I don't know, doing this thing to his back, and he's like, oh, you know, um, with bedside manner like that.
0: <laughs> I, I love that the crew kind of, everyone takes a moment to, well, they're all suspicious, but they also just take one moment to, like, jab him in something, to, like, kind of yeah. get, get back at him. Yeah, you know, for it, all the it, all the things that all the you know things that he's put them through.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 really cool. I like that. I, I liked all those those little moments that um, that occurred and
0: the know, brig the brig set is really cool. I actually love the the way they frame some of the the shots where you see like the two people and you you know. Picard seems to be in silhouette, and Q's brightly lit. You know, it's not like it's interesting. It's a very cool set. There was something
1: I know. There was something about the guy who's just there. Um, you mean the officer? The officer who's stationed in the brig. I, I thought his his acknowledgement of his of the of his commanding officer was a bit casual. Um, <laughs> It's just kind of like, sup? What's up, man? All right, <laughs> like it's freaking Captain Picard, man. Like, I, I mean, I know people don't exactly stand at attention or anything. No, but it's it, true. It, it, It's I don't know. It just seemed like there was a, I don't know. Maybe he's the guy. Maybe maybe they have um, fencing. The, so we've seen. <laughs> maybe I mean, they fence, uh, you know, off off camera or something. Yeah, maybe they just, just seem very casual, casual the way they do.
0: Uh, well, I think the entire. Uh, Enterprise, is a very as we'll see later with Captain Jellico it is kind of, Picard does appreciate a an easy I wouldn't say a laxed environment but an easy environment he doesn't while he likes to maintain uh, my impression is like while he likes to maintain order and procedure he wants to make sure you know those things are being followed he doesn't like tension. And and formality I I don't think. I think he got that from Riker. I think Riker's very much like that. I imagine that the uh the uh, um, Titan is just a ball of laughs like all the time. Like, you know, it's
1: like Maybe that's why they can't make the show. It would just be uh they don't even take it seriously. Like, well, it would be I... like have you seen the um, oh what's that show where everything's like toys? What? It's late at night, and they have uh, the night shift on the Next Generation on the, Inter- on the Enterprise D. Have you seen that? No,
0: I still haven't seen that. Everyone keeps on That's hilarious. That. It really is. What is that? A uh, uh, robot chicken thing? Robot chicken, thank oh,
1: you. Oh, cool. Robot chicken does a f- hilarious uh, night shift on the, on the Enterprise D. And it's, it, you ha- it's I still ha- yeah.
0: It's still yeah. Uh, someone else told me to see that. I think it might have been Gary, or it might have been you telling me to to watch it before. But here's the here's the brig, which we already we already saw in uh, the Hunted. Um, oh, did you do the Hunted already? Yeah. Was I on that? Uh, no. Can, Can I wait? get my- <laughs> Yeah, let's get your <laughs> that episode two- sucked. By the way, you didn't like that episode. That's with uh, James Cromwell. Yeah, that episode sucked. (coughs) What didn't you like about that episode? Well,
1: I'm not going to get into another episode.
0: All (laughs) right, but then the next one after that, the higher ground, you also were not on that episode. What about that one? Is that a good episode? Which is the higher ground? Dr. Crusher gets kidnapped by um, Al Qaeda. You did that one already. (laughs) Not Al Qaeda, but but maybe. I love that episode. (laughs) Oh, no. I can't believe it. Well, <laughs> no. When did you do that? It's like the next one that's going. It's going live today.
1: Oh, so. <laughs> that is truly sad. That is the episode that inspired, um, Pasteur. It is. Because remember, the plot for Pasteur was going to be her. There was going to be this this terrorist,
0: and um,
1: <laughs> and and it was it was a nod to to that episode where she kind of has uh almost fling with um finn with this guy with
0: finn oh that's a oh,
1: <laughs> oh.
0: doctor i'm so sorry oh. well here let's have a uh a doctor's opinion No, that's no, no. It's, it's a, i gotta watch that episode. i guess who did you do it with trekker prize yes with gary okay we call we summoned you on that one, but no, unfortunately, I was I was in Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. You were on on Shirley, but the show was must go on, on, Doctor. No, I know. I didn't <laughs> realize. Um, we did the Defector together, and that's one of your favorite ones too. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, and this this one is is a favorite of mine. I think this one. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is just. Uh, I think uh, it uh, a show demonstrates great maturity when. It's able to have a uh, a lot of humor, you know. Just a, a let's just do a funny episode, right? You know, I mean, Star Trek is not generally seen as a funny show, uh, but it does, well, what when it does try to be funny, more. I mean, the original show was better at it, but this show also has has its moments where it is it does let loose. And uh, this episode had a lot of scenes that were very, uh, very humorous, and yeah. uh, especially the ending, you know, with the mariachi band, and then the two women on Riker's shoulders, and then you know, Q switches them to Worf. The Worf is kind of like, wharf, and uh, and even at the very end, he the, the cigar, the cigar <coughs> cards, yeah. well, really fake.
0: But when when Picard discovers that the moon's been restored to its orbit, and they obviously the Enterprise didn't do it, um, <laughs> he says, "Perhaps there's hopeful for humanity after all." And you know, and he, as he's about to say, "Don't hey. count on it, Picard." <laughs> yeah, something I like that. It, that's actually you're right. That's a great moment. Um, and just I think again, to me, the. There's got to be some kind of feeling um, for Q to even gift Data the laughter. I mean, like, it takes – it's its nothing for Q to do that. Like, for that moment – we can assume that for that moment Data exp- is, has mm-hmm. transcended and is oh, experiencing yeah. genuine laughter, like genu- yeah. a genuine emotion. And then he just kind of, like <laughs> – he, like – goes back to being data like you know seamlessly but it's it's such a cool thing uh there's a there's a really good episode a data episode i'll save it to do with you uh the one where he gets uh he turned he gets um it's he gets kidnapped and he's a he's a, a a like an art collector like, not a collector. He's, like, a, a thief, basically. That You know what I'm talking about? The, oh, I remember that one. Thank I man. think it's called All the Toys or something like that. The, the guy, guy who's the collector is, is an actor of some note. I believe so. I don't, I don't know who what, what he's noted for, but...
1: <laughs> right, right, right,
0: right. But, but regardless, in, in, you know, in that episode, we get to see... There's another challenge to... is What is Data? What is Data? You know, like, is he does he feel or does he not you know there's a there's a few interesting things in that episode as i recall but but in any, in any case um, yeah it's just to me it's like the fact that q would even do whoa <laughs> the fact that q would even do that just gift this genuinely wonderful delightful experience to data uh, says something about q to me that there's hope for his redemption after all you know i think that you know that's i guess that's what i when i earlier when i'm like you know but he's so charming and all these things like i guess i'm just looking at him in the whole context of the series rather than just you know at this moment well i I think
1: like i said before i think this episode sort of demonstrated the the last attempt of the series to really and i may be wrong maybe Later episode, you know, I'll find in later episodes that I'm completely off base. <laughs> uh, but in my memory, it seems like this is the last episode where Q is uh, explored as a character. I think in later episodes he is simply the foil, and it, it's it's just party time. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a Q episode, so we're going to have laughs. We're going to have. A plot where everything's going to go back to normal at the end, and it comes, it becomes a bit uh, formulaic. And I mean, not that there's anything wrong with the formula. I mean, obviously, uh, other shows have characters like this. Um, hmm. uh, for some reason, the, the the one that well, on Star Trek, the original, obviously, it wasn't done every season. But Harry Mudd, it was, it was, imp- it was. Understood that whenever Harry Mudd showed up, it was going to be a light episode, and uh, and on I'm think, I'm trying to think on Deep Space Nine if there's if there's anybody
0: like that uh, I don't maybe the Grand Nagus Yeah I mean maybe. I think Yeah and I th- for me in Deep Space Nine an ancillary character that stands out is Garrick I really like Garrick but uh, just to well, look... Garrick Garrick you always felt
1: real danger with him and real suspense that's i true. think when, you when know and, has... and there was great character exploration mm-hmm. with with garrick uh q i think this really represents the last i'm uh, like i said in my I, I and i would be curious to know if i'm proven wrong and i'm sure people can comment below
0: uh, when we'll, we'll this goes to, on YouTube, yeah, it'll be interesting to find out because I don't recall either. See, like the next episode with Q is going to be called Cupid. Do you remember that? Is that the one? Robin See, that one, one is that's about, with Vaj right? It's Vaj, yeah. but it's more about Picard, right? And then True. And Q, then there's the one with uh where he True, gets the girl, right? That's True Q, I think. Okay. Then there's tapestry, and then there's tapestry's good, definitely Picard, right? and then all good things. Which and is that's, obviously the wrap up of the show, right? That's his all his appearances on TNG. He's on one episode of Deep Space Nine, Q less, mm-hmm. which um, is um, more about Vaj, really. Mm-hmm. Again, about Vaj, Yeah, it's true, and it kind of it's a nice uh, wrap up to the Vaj kind of. Whoa! Thread, what you know? is that? What? Do you hear that music? No. Holy crap! What's going on? Do we not? Maybe hear... some
1: music on my end here. Do we not that hear
0: is... the chimes at midnight, Captain?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. The... Wow, you didn't hear that. That's
0: great. Uh, no, was I, I was playing the latest from Blondie. Oh, nice! You can be was... listening to music while we have our discussions. Apparently, I didn't know that. You didn't,
1: didn't hear they're... that at all. No,
0: maybe it's well, on. The recording. Oh, but that's gonna show up on the. No, it I won't don't... show up on the recording. It might not. I don't mind if it does. That's kind of cool. Huh. Then that's comes cool. uh, his Voyager appearances, which he has three of: Death Wish, the Q in the Gray, and the Q. That, that's fan fiction, right? But <laughs> you had me thinking about it for a moment. Which, <laughs> by the way, um, <laughs> he actually, I... you,
1: speaking of fan fiction, <laughs> uh, before you start talking about Voyager, if uh, I may, geez. completely wipe that away. That conversation. <laughs> Uh, there are novels you were talking about, they're not the 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 cal, the cal, cal, calamarine uh, which is our intelligent species composed of thin wisps of gas that roam freely through interstellar space. They uh, actually appear in several novels
0: with Q. Um, I wonder if we discovered if the Excelsior discovered the calamarine ever because they were cataloging gaseous anomalies <laughs> 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 that was the that was their mission at the beginning of Star Trek Six, so I wonder if they weren't in fact uh finding the Calamari and that'd be fun little <laughs> anyways. Sorry, go on. Well they they
1: apparently have formed an intense hatred of Q and the Q continuum in general because uh the Q continuum apparently um, tried to compress them into small balls of ice. Wow. Sounds pretty bad. Uh, They've appeared in the novel Q-Zone, and uh, they have also appeared, or they've been mentioned in the novels Q-Space and Q-Strike. Wow. So there are a number of Q novels out there, Um, and uh, Q-Space actually... Uh,
0: deals with, uh, I believe it's the Enterprise E. Th- this is interesting. Uh, now that you're talking about the novels, I on on the Wikipedia here uh, they list a couple of novels: uh, Q and Law, Q Squared, IQ. Funny, great titles, by the way. The yeah. Q Continuum, which includes Q Zone, Q Space, and Q Strike um string theory it's funny that it's not a q title oh wow. <laughs> q a star trek borg planet x the eternal tide and then this i've ne- i don't know what this is maybe you do but it's very uh intriguing to me already audio presentation starring john- by the way john delancey reads all the audiobook versions of those that i just listed off so i oh, the q
1: books oh yeah that's i wonderful.
0: would love now i kind of oh wow now i kind of want to hear them because mm-hmm. imagine <laughs> um anyways uh audio presentation starring john delancey and leonard Nimoy, spock versus q and spock versus q the sequel do you know what that is
1: i have no clue what that is
0: that's a new find for me i wow. now, now i've got to no go clue. we'll yeah. have to do a follow-up on um on that, but that's probably really really priceless, having Leonard Nimoy and John Delancey together.
1: Well, John Delancey, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Leonard Nimoy, Cates um, McFadden, and John Delancey appeared in an in a, a audio version of War of the Worlds. Whoa! Which is available on Hoopla. If uh, are there are any users of the public library system out there, uh, please check out you probably have access to hoopla because it's a very common um online service that uh, many public library systems around the country utilize including uh miami and i would and chicago so i imagine seattle as well oh do check you have out. your uh public library card sir i do indeed there we go excellent and so should everyone here and thus ends my little psa for <laughs>
0: we should do more PSAs for, 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 for psa actually a really good that's a really good cause i think uh so that's and especially in these dark uh dark times as dark we're times. as we're trapped here in the kelvin universe <laughs> is it time Yes, it is time for the book. The, say something so we can show it again. Okay,
1: now we're going to consult the
0: book. I feel like we should have some graphic or something. Or one some day, music. maybe one day this show might be produced professionally music. and it'll have all these like fancy things on it. But uh, the credit goes to Larry Nemesek, who, uh who is a delightful uh, personage on the internet. He he is yeah, a, a great site. He's yeah. a wonderful site. And he interacts with you on, on Twitter, which is kinda cool. You should invite him to the show. I will invite him, but I don't You are I, the captain of the show. You're, you're right. right. I will I do it. I will do it. I promise. I just don't know how to do that. I <laughs> I'm a shy person. <laughs> All right. So according to Larry Numisek,
1: this story is uh, the only is the only effort by mid year staff writer Richard Dennis who provided some of the best comic scenes in either Trek series. Either Trek series, I guess he did in DS9 as well? I'm not sure. Um, after, the, after five appearances, Delancey said his hardest next-generation scenes yet to film were the bridge scenes, which went from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Thanksgiving Eve. Wow not only did his simulated trumpet playing require several takes (laughs) but after finding no way to fake the scene in which he appears suspended in the nude he finally just had to do it
0: in the nude wow Uh, so he really suffered for his art there you Uh, know what i recently attended a wedding and there was a trumpet Performance uh, by very extreme. The the musicians were friends of the bride and groom, and and I I'm gonna have to find out what they're called so that everyone can go and listen to them. But the one, the lead musician, uh, they were a duo, lit a, his trumpet on fire and played oh, wow. this gorgeous trumpet piece. Uh, and wow. I don't know the details. I'll have to find out. But my point is, is that that Brilliant. would have been the only thing. That that's the only thing that tops this scene. <laughs> if John, if his trumpet was on fire somehow, <laughs> I think it would have been like the ultimate <laughs> thing. Maybe they could add it in, in, uh, in the next remaster. The remaster. Oh, the, next remaster. <laughs> the remastered part due.
1: <laughs> it says here that the script originally told the story of a looming Klingon Federation war that was actually caused by Q, who faked his loss of powers and then later rushed in to become a hero michael pillar said gr's oh gene roddenberry suggested the portrayal of a gut-like creature cut down the size so gene roddenberry apparently is the one who who came up with this
0: idea i think it's more interesting so yeah i i, I like that
1: most scenes are played for laughs especially that ending with the mariachi band blondes and cigars. Although Q's reunion with Guinan leaves the leaves the viewer with chills when Guin when Guinan tries to stab Q with a fork.
0: We didn't mention um, when he first kind of uh, is having an argument with Picard on the bridge, and he's trying to you know convince him uh, that he's uh, lost his powers. And he says something like, "What must I do to?" You know, prove this to you. Oh, work Worf is Worf's like at... die. He's... Yeah, you just die. <laughs> <It's> like...
1: <laughs> everybody gets a good line in this no, episode. Everyone really, everyone
0: does. Jordy. Well then, well, at... Doesn't Q say right after? Doesn't I think Jordy is in the episode? Because wait, who are you saying? No, is everybody in this episode? I don't remember Wesley. <laughs> Do you remember Troy? I don't remember her, but it doesn't mean she wasn't in the episode. I don't think she was in the episode. Are you sure? Now
1: we have to look. I don't know. How, how do you how can you, how you can check? Epi- she's she's credited episode. in every episode regardless. Yeah, that's true regardless. You're absolutely right. I don't remember trying this
0: episode. <laughs> let's see what uh let's see what we can find out. I don't <laughs> think she is.
1: This is the this is it's the a problem. pattern. The best episodes of <laughs> no. generation
0: appear not to have Troy. No, I'm no, no, saying. no. Hold on. <laughs> Memory Alpha would probably tell you, right, wouldn't it? Let's see. I don't know. She's she's gotta be in the episode. I don't know. We are just terrible and we can't remember her. I think because she's not in the episode. <laughs> I don't remember Wesley being there. Yeah, she is
1: mentioned I... in the episode uh, because Data mentions the fact that uh, whenever Counselor Troy is depressed, she indulges in chocolate, which leads to Q ordering was it ten chocolate Sundays, and the crew and the, you see the staff. That's right. Brings out. like all these, and then
0: he loses his appetite. Poor thing.
1: Uh, so, are, are those chocolate things? Are they are they
0: prepared,
1: or are they? No,
0: the, they just go to the rep. I imagine they go to the replicator exactly, just... took, it took some time.
1: Well, for them I to would bring imagine. It.
0: It. So, I'm wondering if it, maybe it was prepared. It probably takes time to replicate ten. I don't know. It's it's very interesting, because because there's like, a galley in Star Trek Six. Well, but there's no replicators in Star Trek, the original series.
1: Right, so when when so the very fact that we have replicated means they put all those poor galley employees out of work.
0: No, oh, now they order for you. <laughs> I did always wonder because like, do, do you get where what are replomats? Those are from. What is Gynen's job exactly? She's the she's there to make sure uh, you have a good time when you come to attend forward. She's the hostess. She's the hostess with the Moses. I think the next episode does establish Counselor Troy. You know, Counselor Troy's away. If I'm not mistaken, somewhere in this episode, they do casually drop a line that she's away. And then I think in the next episode, she comes back from her trip, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I don't know about that. I don't think there's a line in the episode that explains away (laughs) Counselor Troy's absence.
0: Let's see in Deja Q who the uh, cast, the episode cast is listed as here. Um, But she's always listed so it doesn't matter. That's not going to help
1: you. Yeah, she's always listed. I don't think she's in the episode. I don't, I can't, I don't remember her being on the bridge when Q drops down I don't. I don't think she's in the episode.
0: Well, the Deja Q article on Wikipedia is requesting uh, uh, improvement. <laughs> it's got one of those flags. This article has multiple issues. Please help no, improve it. Maybe you could do that, Doctor. Or <laughs> do you have a Wikipedia editing account? No,
1: I do not. I do not uh, indulge in wikiing at all, I don't.
0: Wiki well, the you. The doctor does not wiki. <laughs> yeah. At all, ever. You know, I didn't realize how pure you were. That's that's yeah, amazing.
1: I don't wiki. Um, I don't drink. <laughs> I don't smoke, and I don't wiki. <laughs> but you do memory alpha, yes. Uh, well, I read it, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't contribute. Um, so shall should we wrap this up? Have we exhausted um, now we give this a rating.
0: I'm very curious to know what your rating is. I I think for this episode, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I concur. Whoa. This is a we're, on a, we're on a roll here with our concurrence.
1: 7.5. You're correct. It is a 7.5. Yes. You are correct, sir. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yes. <laughs> it is 7.5.
0: All right, yes. so that wraps up our discussion for Deja Q. Any uh, closing thoughts, Doctor?
1: Yes. This is not, not relevant to the episode at all. <laughs> I've, discovered, uh, I've discovered a YouTube channel with ambient Star Trek sounds. Oh. And now what I do before I go to bed is I, I go to YouTube and I go to this channel. I don't know what... To, it, you can look it up. It's a channel, and it has the Enterprise-D. It's just the ambient sound of the ship traveling and the warp car, and it puts me right to sleep. I well, love if you, it.
0: Well, if you listen to the podcast version of our show, you'll note that in the background I use the same uh, the Enterprise-D uh, sound. Oh, do you? Oh. Yeah, as we talk, if you, if you, yeah, just go to any of our previous episodes, and you'll, yeah. So, and well, actually, that <laughs> that reminds me, may as well do this while we're at it. Uh, if you'd like to join our discussion, uh, you can of course comment. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can comment below. I've, I like doing this because it's actually down there. It's below, uh, right under in this area, this area down here. The doctor's doing it too. Um, Or if you would love to be on our show, um, send us an email at starfleetboy at gmail.com. And uh, we can uh, talk about how we can have you on our discussion. So uh, Larry... sec, here's your formal invitation (laughs) to our show, and I'll do it on Twitter, also. (laughs) Twitter, Twitter. What would Picard? Are the monks tweeting? (laughs) What would Picard think of Twitter? Do you think? I think he would think it's a big old waste of time. Humans, humans were very lost in the past. For example, Twitter. Twitter. Uh... (laughs) A dark page
1: in human history
0: you can also check (laughs) you can also check out what we're doing on starfleetboy.com i've added a new section called the captain's blog
1: what
0: yeah there's a new section this happened just very recently so on the captain's blog there's just some stuff that didn't fit anywhere else and i'm uh i've been uh uh posting these uh i don't know if you'll find it interesting doctor but it a uh, lost in time series from the perspective of a crewman of the Enterprise. So, um, what is yeah. it? A lost in time series. It's like a, it's just like log entries that are from the perspective of one of the Enterprise crew. These
1: are fictions,
0: these are f- yeah, little fan fiction. Little fictions. These, oh my yeah. gosh, you're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I didn't yeah, know. Let me know that. what you think. Um, wow, yeah. Um, there's also Drunk Space Nine, which, which by the way, Doctor. It was so good when you were on as the designated driver. We really had to figure out a way to get you back on uh, drunk space night. That would I know. I got slate. No, I know. I know. I'm gonna see if uh, Goldie Scott will acquiesce to a uh, a daytime drinking <laughs> experience uh, at some point. But um,
1: well, man. in the summer it'll be
0: different because I don't have to wake up so early. So we'll we'll see we'll see. Let's. So see. in the summer I can stay up a little bit later. Very cool. And then um, I think that covers it. Oh, yeah. And then if you want to listen to us, because I know watching a video can be for an hour. We've been on for more than an hour today. (laughs) Watching the video is better. Uh, Well, you know, for some. I know you enjoy watching the video. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, But for those of you who uh, don't have time for that and want to listen to us, there is the Starfleet Boy uh, podcast which you can find by uh going to starfleetboy.com or just go to itunes there i think i've done all the the plugs
1: Live long and prosper
0: live long and prosper to long life and good health doctor
1: yeah likewise <laughs>